welcome to the Curry Gumbo Podcast with Nicole and Ashley, and today we have a TV episode review. Stay tuned. Okay, Sanford and Son pilot episode. 1972. When was good times? Or as Mia says, bad times. You saw one episode Ooh. was like... Facts. February 8th, 1974. Oh, Mia watched one episode and was like, this was like some bad times. Child, she ain't never lied. Because let me tell you, what here's. it wasn't even the money that bothered me. It wasn't the apartment because from what I can tell, the apartment looked all right. They just needed one more bedroom for them boys. They, they ain't got to sleep <laughs> out on the couch. couch together, okay? That kitchen looked fine. It was unfortunate that they ate oatmeal every morning. Um, mm-hmm. I'm like, can we doctor the oatmeal up at some point? Do we have a berry? You know, we fresh fruit cinnamon. costs money. Hey, we have and, hey, and guess what? But you ate, though. But you ate though. You know what I'm saying? Can I get a grit? Can I get can I get some grit at some point? But um it was Thelma and all that whining that oh. I could not take. I said, if this girl whines one more time, it's like she would always like I knew that that was the moment where like trouble is coming or trouble is here and the she was the way that the family found out about the trouble. Like, oh my God, JJ's girlfriend is on crack. <laughs> Thelma. <laughs> Even though like that's, you know, I, I don't think that drug use has to always be such a debilitating thing. Y'all better go listen to um Dr. Carl Hart, whatever his name is up out of Columbia. Columbia University. Oh, he the one who's, who likes cocaine. Well, he be talking, child. He be talking about doing heroin. Oh, but he says that you know it depends on where you get it. Like it doesn't have oh to be so. You, you you can do this stuff recreationally. Is his argument? And there, you, you, he offers a very compelling argument. But anyway, I say all of this to say, a young girl, a young teenage girl being addicted to crack. Is heartbreaking, but Thelma, I'm busy. Okay, we got our own problems. Ain't nobody <laughs> Thelma. All that whining, I ain't got time, ma'am. Go sit down. Sanford and Son. I think I knew this before. It was a a remake or a reboot of Steptoe and Son. Was it like a British show? Mm, I didn't yeah, know that. Okay. So, Steptoe and Son came out in 1962, which would have been 10 years prior. And it's, yeah, it's British, two white guys. And this is where Sanford and Son kind of, I guess they're American remake, but we've seen American remake of British shows. At all time. Uh, every, yeah. um, uh, what, what every show, show. ain't, which <laughs> exactly. show ain't, except for Living Single. Which show? Exactly. Every show is a British remake. Okay, so starring Fred Sanford. No. <laughs> starring Red Fox. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's one of those men or one of those actors where 
he just becomes synonymous yeah, with his Sanford. character. Like, yes, yeah, that's where it's Sanford. I don't know what y'all talking about. I know he's a comedian, but um, I don't know his comedy. Too young for his comedy. He's Sanford. This episode, it was I, I, I had a lot of thoughts about it because it's about the father and son. This is mm-hmm. an older. Older father and son. In episode two, he said he was 65. And so I'm assuming mm-hmm. the son is around like 35, 40. But we see this is a point in life where like the son was kind of like the parent. Yes. And the father was, I guess, more childlike. And so the son just really having to parent his dad in a way. The, the mother has passed years ago. And he had 23, I believe. Yeah, they said like- 23 years ago. The son, he he wants, it seems like he wants to get out of, <laughs> from his dad, but from his, I guess, whatever town they live in. They're in they LA. Have, oh, yeah, that is right. They did say they went to Hollywood. He, but he wants to get away from, I'm going to say, like, the neighborhood. He wants mm. to go on to better things. Um, they have this junkyard, and they're selling junk or antiques. And you see yes. the son um, just really trying to just like elevate. And he says many times, I'm trying to get out of here. But it seems like he kind of feels bad because he can't leave his dad. And his dad has like health issues. They they kind of joke and say he's had like 15, 16 heart attacks. Girl, Frank Sanford ain't got no damn health issues. He a but fool. That's, that's he, the only yeah. health issue he got. But it's like, damn, I kind of felt, I was like, wow, this is, this is this is a lot for like a comedy episode because it's like, damn, I'm sure a lot of people can relate to kind of just getting out, getting away from your parents. But mm-hmm. when they're older, it's like feeling guilty. Yeah. And, and that's even my mom his... was like, damn, I can't. Saying he that, was that's... like, I'm never going to get married. Yeah. Like, that is Lamont's family. That's Lamont's running storyline. You know, I gotta leave here someday. I can't be here with you this entire time. I don't want to grow old with you. Um, but I mean, I think we get into like years go by and and we're still in the same boat. He's still there. Know? He's stuck. What I I knew I think, from this first episode he was going to be stuck forever. I was like, oh, yeah, he's going nowhere. And it's good that we were talking about good times because I think James is the only black father that I remember from this time. So I, of course, have to watch. I always came into good times in Sanford and Son via reruns because I was not a lot. I was not around in the 70s. So um, when I'm thinking about shows that are on in the 70s, I'm thinking about Three's Company. I'm thinking about good times. I'm thinking about. Um, that's all that's coming to mind. I'm, I'm um Gilligan's Isle, um Gilligan's Island. Yeah, I'm thinking about um Julia Diane Carroll. See, I never, I never watched that. I'm, I'm also, and I think this is before the '70s. I'm also thinking about like I Love Lucy, you know, and oh, that was like '50s. Yeah. So I guess what I'm saying is I'm just not used to 
it was it's refreshing to watch the pilot episode and see that because I've seen this episode before I just didn't know it was a pilot episode like it's 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 interesting to see this black man have this playful banter with his son that kind of leans towards seriousness because when Lamont comes in he has he's upset with his father because he's playing on the piano he's not really taking the job seriously and you know Lamont's like I've been out working all day and you're just playing around and Lamont is getting kind of cute with his dad and I'm like uh yes now see James <laughs> what is but this punch think, you in the face but I think when I mentioned their age that's a that's an important factor because in good times them kids was teenagers early 20s yeah but then when you cross over to your 30s and your parents is like 65 mm-hmm. I think that's people say all the time like there comes a point when adults you have to take care of your parents like they're your kids like yeah. ask, like did you take your medicine today did you eat today Child. did you go to the doctor like you really some people like they really have to be on their parents like that well what we know is this fred said he is working he is doing he's coordinating okay uh mm-hmm. what we know is that he is not the person in charge of dusting because you 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 they do like a they they like drag the camera across the screen and it's just everything is brown but you can tell that it it's brown because it's as if everything is covered in dust Mm -hmm. because it is like the junkyard it's not just in the yard it's in the house like Yes. It's spilling into the house. And so nothing seems, everything just seems dusty. And I can see, I can, I can understand Lamont's frustration if he is like inheriting all of this junk. junk. And he has to like, he's wading through this for the entire show. Like I can understand that him his patience with his father growing thinner and thinner with every year yeah so Lamont has brought home this figurine child um and they have a debate about whether or not it's china or if it's porcelain and all I wanted was some water because again I was it looks so dusty and dry in there that I'm like where is the the Fiji is it Fiji or Fuji water? Where is where's the water? Where is the don't give me Deer Park? Mm-mm. Where is the Dasani? Where's the Aquafina? Where's the smart water? Where are these things? Um where's the crystal geyser? Um <laughs> it, it look it almost looked like quarters. But, um, so yeah, and they take it to a shop and the guy, the owner of the shop, um, wants to give them like $850 and Lamont 
It's like, well, if he's willing to give us $850, then we should take it to an auction and we'll make the big money. And that's also a, like a recycled storyline for them. It's always Lamont has this, not a scheme, but he has a plan to like help him get out of there. And, and, and he's always met with resistance by the father. More than likely it's because Fred doesn't really want his son to leave. Why, why would he? Fred is, um, you know, in this episode, it's really just Fred and, and Lamont. And I like that because it's an establishing episode. Like we don't meet it, you know, we don't meet the aunt yet. We don't meet any neighbors. We don't meet any of Lamont's friends. We don't meet any of Fred's friends. It's because we, I, I don't know, but I'm assuming it's because we want to establish these two as the main characters. Like this is not really an ensemble situation here. This mm-hmm. is Fred and Lamont. Um, so they take it to the auction. Fred don't know how to act. What I going back to, to um the guy who owns the store I like that it's a, like we you don't forget that these are two black men and mm-hmm. they are they are in LA and even though people want to um you know paint LA as peaceful and we love everybody here this man still tells them oh deliveries are around back like I, I know that you are not here to buy anything. You, I, you guys are obviously servicemen. Get to your job. You know what I'm saying? And I, I, I like how, you know, Fred in a way is. I like that the show is making a point. To point that out, essentially. Just show that, um, yeah. And, I mean, even when Lamont is telling him the story of how he came across this object that he wants to sell. And he mentioned white women and Fred, Fred is just like looking down like, Oh God, trouble. <laughs> like, I love it. Um, That's so yeah. So, you at West Hollywood. Like why are you, why, right. why are you over there? Like, we don't live there. What are you doing? Mm-mm. You messing up. Go I taught you better son. So I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> Like a white woman. Oh no, 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 no. So they're at the auction. Folks are are betting on this on this object. And like Lamont says, people are very interested in it. And I think we get up to like seven hundred dollars. And then Lamont bets on the the item because he's trying to drive the price up. And he shouldn't have done that because that gives Fred some ideas. <laughs> so I think we're at like, we're over like a thousand dollars, but then we was Fred at is over there. Lamont Child, we up there. Lamont was going, he saw this guy next to him was, was bidding. And Lamont kept bidding against the guy trying to drive the price up. And he said, look, I will stop. If you really want this, I will stop. So it has capped it at fifteen hundred, and then you hear it it went for two thousand. You're like, okay, who bet the two thousand? And it's Fred up there winking and <laughs> you know scrunching up his mouth because all he knows is that if you do a subtle movement on your 
with your face, then then you are betting. And so he is, I mean, it's as if he's been electrocuted because his face is like, <laughs> it looks like it's involuntarily, you know, fidgeting around. So, I mean, that that is the story. Um, they bring the they bring the object home because they had to purchase it. And Fred drops it. It, it looks like it's an accident, but he, he breaks it. So like not only has he not only has he kind of thwarted Lamont's plans of of letting this piece make them some money, but he completely shatters it literally. So like yeah, because now they can't even go back to the first they store. Can't even the sell it because they, they can't do anything. Because Lamont got it for he said he bought it for fifteen dollars. And do you even think he then, did it on purpose? Who Fred? Yeah, I don't know on purpose, but probably subconsciously. Yeah, I think subconsciously he's like, my son can't leave me. Mm-hmm. I got all these health issues that are fake. <laughs> it was so heartbreaking because Lamont is like, I'm out of here. I'm out. Like, mm-hmm. I'm gone. And he, in a huff, like, heads over to the truck. The truck won't start. He does some, he tries to fix the truck up. He gets back in the truck, tries to start it. And and that's like as he's doing all of this fred who has just no pride nothing he is like i am about to beg this man to stay come on son i'm sorry why don't we talk about it i'll make you some dinner now he's he was like ham hocks red beans and rice some neck bones i was like fix me hey sir (laughs) <laughs> that sounds delicious. You know, there's no woman around. There are only there's only the idea of Elizabeth because she's passed on, and and so for him to to say that, I just thought it was so cool. Like what James is not doing is fixing a meal. Okay, oh, no. if Florida if Florida was out of town, then the daughter would be cooking. Yeah, you know. So I just, I thought it was so wonderful that he was saying, like, let me make this up to you by cooking cooking you something. Because what he could have done is say, go ahead, leave. Like, both of them could have just huffed and puffed away. Yeah. But you never felt like, oh, he's sorry. I, I never felt, I never felt disappointed in him. I never felt. In who? In Fred. Like I never felt like, oh God, you you're gonna like you're you're gonna grovel to him. Like you're gonna. I just I never it never felt like he was pathetic. That's what I'm trying no. to say. And I, I really I and but I I think that's because of just the coolness of Red Fox. Even when he looks like he's on the verge of tears, like he still just feels cool to me. I think this was a great example of a father-son relationship. Yeah. That wasn't sure. all, like, so super hard. Yeah. Like, sometimes you'll see, like, a father and their son just too hard and yelling. And like you said, we'll leave then. You leave and I'll leave. <laughs> and 
going somewhere. Like it wasn't yeah. like that. It was like, son, let's have let's have some supper. Yeah. And talk about this in the morning. <laughs> what would it be, son? The neck bones are the pork chops. I know. Um, so I like yeah. I like that we see the softness in these two masculine men. And I mean, he is, this is also what I like because, you know, you hear a lot about like, you know, women, they play mind games. Like Fred is constantly mm. playing mind games with this young man. The heart attacks, the um Even the bringing up the mom. <laughs> even because at first he was saying, before we even knew the mom's been dead for 23 years, he was like, you mm-hmm. know, I read an article that when one spouse dies, the other spouse dies shortly after. Mm-hmm. And that's when the mom was like, dude, it's been 23 years. He said, well, it takes time. Maybe it takes a couple years. Who knows? It's yeah. time. It's like, sir, that's that's not your story. But how, like, you're going to do that with this man's mother. Mm. You, I'm sure Lamont misses his mother. Yeah. And so you pull on his heartstrings like that? That is cruel. Then he said again, he was like, well, I'm just going to, I guess I'll just go with, with, end up with your mom then. It's like, really? But I love it because black men, they do that. They do that. Have you ever been around a black man who has done something wrong? It's not, it's not the worst thing in the world, but they done messed up. Mm, And so now they, and, and, and their way of saying sorry is to completely cower to you or to completely be like, well, you know, I guess. I don't know. I guess. I guess you hate me now. I mean, it's like you hate me. It's like what are you talking about? It's unhealthy because it's still people like not taking responsibility for the stuff that they do. But it's still like I hate that. I find it hilarious, (laughs) but I do. Oh, and then the suicide note. So again with the games, had that boy worried. And that's how you can tell because Lamont throughout the episode, he does seem like he's hard on his dad. But then you can tell like he really, he loves his dad. He's not going to just leave his dad. Like if he wanted to leave, he could and just be gone. But he cares about his dad. So he can't just do that. And And the, and I, I, I think the suicide note kind of legitimizes Lamont's harshness because at the beginning of the episode, I'm like, man, you're doing a lot for the man. He playing on the piano. Like what is wrong with you? But for Fred Sanford to stage something like that, it's like, Oh, see you full of shit. See, now I know why Lamont is hard on your ass like this. Cause you lost your damn mind. And you can't play with something like that. No. Because now you're getting the police involved. It's like, don't play. Don't play with me like that. But we see at the end of the episode, uh, Lamont stays. And we get the sense he's going to be there for a long time. I didn't really watch this show before. I don't know why. I don't think I like the theme music. 
I didn't watch it when I was younger. I when I was younger, you. when I was younger, it felt it it that old, old it like that and Mash kind of like made me sad. Well, like Mash still Mash. makes me sad. Like that music, I'm like, oh god, Ugh. you know. But um, as I got older, I was like, oh, I can I can see why people. And I think um. I always knew about Sanford and Son, but I think oh, the yeah, first. Oh yeah, knew about it. I just didn't never sat and watch like I. I would sit and watch Good Times. I would sit and watch the Jeffersons. Um, what else? I'm sure maybe it's because I didn't see. Maybe it was like too masculine for me. Yeah, that too. Other than like Aunt Esther, what other woman? I mean, they they would have women in the show but not, no one not in the stayed main until like later on because I think Lamont gets a steady girlfriend Fred gets a steady girlfriend like and so we have those women but I just I never felt like connected to you know so I was like I'm not I'm not about to enjoy this but again like we're literally like five and six no but watching even, rerun. <laughs> no, but so even as as I got, even as, as a teenager in my 20s, like this, these shows always were on TV. Yeah. But I, I, I can understand why this show was a big deal. Is it's, it, there's, there are moments where it seems like kind of irreverent. Like he's going to make the dirty joke. He's going to make the joke that's like, ooh, like, oh, he, he's making a racial joke. Ooh. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, that's similar to like things that they were doing on the Jeffersons, but I think the Jeffersons is, is another one that I didn't watch. I watched the Jeffersons. I did not. I I I, I didn't. Um, I watched All in the Family. I did not watch the Jeffersons. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't watch Maud. I I didn't watch anything that spun off from All in the Family. Because it, it was all in the family, and then Maude spun off from that, and Jefferson spun off from that, and I didn't I didn't really watch any of those. I don't think I was aware of that they were spinoffs until, like, later. Yeah. Well, that's a lie. I, I watched Good Times. Good Times is a spinoff of All in the Family, and I, I, I watched that. Really? That one? Dang, All in the Family? Yeah. Cause she How? was there. They wait, were in, wait, 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 wait. They went in New York. Yeah, that I'm lying. Good times. Wait, is it a spinoff? They was in, good times in Chicago. Good times is a spinoff of Maud. Okay, I knew I went crazy. And Maud is a spinoff okay. of All in the Family. Oh, how's how's Good Times connected to Maud? I think she, Florida, must have worked with Maude. Oh, okay. Good Times spun off the character of Maude's maid, Florida Evans, into her own uh, series. So, and Maude okay. was Maude was Edith's sister. Edith mm. from from all of yeah, the family. I remember Edith. Okay. Yeah. I know Florida had a job. Ciao. Hope you enjoyed the show. Hit us up on Instagram at Curry Gumbo. Hope to see you next week. Bye.